And so we came up with deliverability is just like you're throwing paper aeroplanes and there are some people involved on the way throwing the paper aeroplanes. So you you write your letter on your piece of paper, fold it up into a paper aeroplane. You hand your piece of paper to Active Campaign. Active Campaign or whatever other provider you're using, it doesn't matter. They send the aeroplane off to the internet. Okay. Then the mailbox provider's got to catch it. The mailbox provider is the one who decides whether to put it in your inbox or not. They are the guardians of the citadel. And if you're if the mailbox provider, which is like Gmail or Hotmail or Outlook, whoever it is, if they look at your paper aeroplane and they think, hang on a minute, that looks like a pirate aeroplane. That has all the hallmarks of being a skanky spammer. They are not going to deliver it to the inbox. That's it. Game over. If, however, it looks like a nice, shiny, responsible, well-behaved paper aeroplane that has been dispatched by our friend Active Campaign, who is a trusted sender, and we can tell who it's from, and they can match it up with a website that has real words on it, it's a bit more authentic. It's got a bigger chance of not looking like a pirate. And then it gets delivered to the inbox. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content, packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. But not everyone is successful with online courses. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And I'm here to help course creators actually succeed with online courses. Hi, I'm Jacques Hopkins, and this is The Online Course Show. Hey out there and welcome into another episode of the Online Course Show. If we haven't met, I'm Jacques Hopkins. I'm the host here and I like talking about online courses because I run my own online course. I have a piano course that I've run for the past 10 years, a little over 10 years now. And, and I often like to say that this is about running a successful online course business, not just an online course. Anybody can make an online course, but can you run a business? Can you actually make money? Can you have all the pieces necessary to run a profitable and impactful online course business? And that's what this podcast is about. Sometimes people sell a single online course. Sometimes they have multiple online courses. Sometimes they have courses running inside of a membership or coaching program. And today's guest actually runs a very successful membership that I'm sure you're going to get a lot out of hearing how she runs it. But you know, another thing that you'll find with this podcast is a lot of times we'll bring on experts that have their own course or membership, but they also you know, te are teaching those courses and those programs in a topic that we would love to learn a lot about on this podcast. And so today's episode is no exception to that. We have on an email deliverability expert. She's an expert in keeping your email list nice and clean and high quality. And she specializes in some software called Active Campaign, which is the email software that I've used for many, many, many years. But if you're not using Active Campaign, you can still get a ton of value from this episode because we're talking about email in general, primarily, plus how to run a successful membership. So if you're using ConvertKit for your emails, you're using Kajabi for your emails, you're using something else for your emails, there's still a lot for you to learn here. I've always said that the reason I use ActiveCampaign is because I feel like it's the best combination of features, but also user friendliness. There are email platforms out there that are just really complicated and really complex. I'm not gonna name any names, but, they're, while feature rich, 
they're not for the average everyday person. On the other hand, some email platforms are just ridiculously simple and really limit yourselves. Regular listeners of the podcast will know that in general, I've been a huge, huge, huge fan of Kajabi lately to run my entire online course business. Well, I have not yet at this point moved my emails over to Kajabi yet because I do feel like overall it's pretty limited. I'm not saying it can't work, but just to give you one example of a reason that I don't use it and its limitation is within an automated sequence, you can't really send two emails in one day. Or I should say until recently, because I think they recently added that feature. So I'm looking for more little features like that from Kajabi before I make the switch. But for now, I'm very, very happy with Active Campaign. I've been using it for many, many years to host all my contacts and to send out all of my emails, whether they're you know one-off campaign emails or automated sequences. And my guest today, Kay, has a membership all about using Active Campaign to its fullest potential. And when there's something really, really important to your business, I think it's also important to be a part of a program and have resources that you can consult with to help maximize that aspect of your business. So if you're an active campaign user, I would definitely encourage you to check out Case Stuff, Case Membership, and so on. And likewise, if you want a successful online course business, then you really should have some training and coaching to go along with that. So you're not just going about it all on your own and making all the common mistakes when somebody could guide you and put you on the fast track to success. So that's a quick pitch for my coaching program for those of you who want to be running a highly successful online course business that is called OCG coaching. And you can find more about that at theonlinecourseguy.com. And the last thing before we get into this full conversation between myself and Kay would be a word from the sponsor of today's episode, and that is Bonjoro. I have used Bonjoro for many, many years, and if you run an online course business, I recommend you do as well. The way that I do it is every time somebody signs up for my piano course, within a day or so, they're going to get a very short but personalized video message from me thanking them, welcoming them to the course, and it really sets that relationship off on the right foot. In fact, I signed up for our guest today, Kay, her membership on Active Campaign a few months ago, and guess what? Within a day, I had a very personal, very, very nice Bonjoro video from Kay. So she's using Bonjoro to do exactly what I recommend. And I really feel like if you're not, you should be doing it as well. Listeners of this podcast can get 20% off for life by heading to bonjoro.com slash OCG. Once again, that's Bonjoro, B-O-N-J-O-R-O.com slash OCG for 20% off for life for one of my all-time favorite pieces of software and favorite ways to really delight my customers. Without further ado, here is the full conversation between myself and Kay from slickbusiness.co. Hi, Kay. Welcome to the Online Course Show. Hey, thanks, Jack. It's so great to be here with you. Kay, what is, in your opinion, what is the best email marketing software and why is it Active Campaign? <laughs> oh, you're so ahead of me. Active campaign clearly is the best because it has me as the active campaign queen, which means you have the teacher you need to show you how to use all the magic tricks in there because it's no good having a Ferrari if you're just going to leave it parked up on the driveway or bounce it off the hedges the whole time. You need someone to show you how to drive it like, you know, pulling wheelies and doing all the really cool stuff. And that's me for active campaign. So there you go. 
Let's let's talk. I'm a, I'm a huge fan as well. Uh, you know that. Let's talk about how you got there. Have you always been a huge fan of Active Campaign, or did you try some others along the way? I have never tried another one along the way. I'm an Active Campaign baby. From when I first set foot into automation at the grand age of 45, I had never seen under the hood of an automation platform. And a friend of mine who lives just down the hill here, who runs a business, uh, she's called Melissa Love, and she needed somebody to work Active Campaign for her. And I was at the time disabled, raising my kids, stuff like that. And what Melissa didn't know was that I had a, a history in database management. She didn't know that at the time when she said to me, you seem like a smart person. Come and come and learn how to work this incredibly clever bit of kit because I can't find someone who knows how to work it. So we did. And here we are six years later with uh, just this wonderful, intimate knowledge of this incredible marketing platform, um, which turned out to be my happy place, which I might never have found. Can you imagine? So... No, I, I, I'd be curious to, to know uh, what you'd be getting into otherwise. At this point, that was six years ago, but now, like, who, who, who is it that you help specifically, and then what specifically are you helping them to do? So right now, I am completely focused on teaching other people how to unlock the powers of active campaign. I used to do consulting, so I was doing one-to-one -one stuff, and, and that I just went up to a higher and a higher and a higher, le higher level doing that. But every time I was working with someone one-to-one, -one, I kept leaning back into teaching them how to use it for themselves. Because I'm a teacher by nature. I like to give someone the skills so they can go catch their own fish. That, for me, is much more fulfilling. And it's also much more useful to the world as at large. right? If you can upskill other people mm -hmm. along the way, why would you not do that? And no one else was doing it. No one else was doing it. Um, nobody else was working on how to use not just the technical side of email marketing automation with active campaign but how to work with it strategically in your business how to actually use it to to get more sales to get more leads onto your list to nurture those relationships and connect with those humans on the other end so i created a membership to do that and i'm now working on that with with uh, businesses like yours all over the world so you help people with the like technical side of things, but then also the strategy side of things as well. Yes, exactly that. Because the tech on its own, if you teach someone the technical skills on its own, it's like teaching them how to put the car into gear. Great, but that doesn't get you anywhere very fast. And if you learn technical skills in isolation from one another, you can have a great kit of technical skills, but still not know how to put them together to create an automated or, or smoothly flowing process that is going to get stuff done for you so that you don't have to do it manually anymore. And that's where all the fun is for me is um, basically I'm quite lazy at heart. So if there's an easier way to get something done by effectively teaching a, a, a machine how to do it, I can teach Active Campaign how to do stuff, right? If I show it the right order I want it done in, and then it's just going to get on with it for me and I can go do more of the fun stuff in my business, which is, which is great. So what are, what are some of the common things that you see people doing wrong with active campaign? Oh, there are many, um, because I think historically active campaign has not done 
I'm sorry, forgive me, Active Campaign. You know I love you, but historically has not done a great job of educating users in how to not fall into holes in the platform. And I have fallen into all the holes myself in the six years. So common errors is uh, one of the really fundamental ones is giving stuff names. If you don't use a solid naming convention for your emails, your tags, your fields, automations, all of the different, there are thousands of different objects in there. If you don't have a system for naming them and use that, it's like going into your deep freeze to try and find your dinner and everything's got the wrong labels on it. Or there are six different things that are labeled chili, but three of them don't contain chili. <laughs> they are mislabeled. This stuff gets out of control really, really fast. When business owners are under pressure, they start doing things because they need to get it done but then it can come back and bite you later. And so actually, probably the most common stuff I do is helping people untangle accounts in ActiveCampaign that have got messed up through that sort of lack of foundations, I'm going to call it, the foundational knowledge and structure. Okay. So given that, what are what are some of your like top just like best practices? Like we just talked about um, some of the things you see where people are doing things wrong. But if you go into an account or you're advising somebody that's maybe just starting out with Active Campaign, you're like, look, these are the things. Just make sure you're doing these things at the very least. Great question. Um, and there's an interesting story that kicks off from that about why and how I made my very first course online because it was to meet that exact need. Ooh, let's wait, wait, wait. I love talking about courses, online courses. Let's let's get into it. What is that first course? We'll go straight into it. So that the very first course I made is Accelerated Active Campaign. And it is still there online. It's it's uh, an absolutely killer free training for Active Campaign and it was made by me for that exact purpose. It was driven by the want to keep people out of the biggest holes that they can fall into with active campaign. Um, so it deals with things like what is a segment in active campaign and what is it for? How do you send an email to this bunch of people in active campaign? And what are the things called that let you do that? What does a tag do and how do you add one or take one off of a contact? And what even is a contact? And then it also covers some really fundamental things in Active Campaign, like what an automation is. And it explains them like an automation is just like a little marble run and the contact just falls down the marble run. It's a really easy concept. So long as someone's explained that to you, because just the name on its own is not enough. So what happened was I'd been answering questions for a very long time in the Active Campaign official Facebook community. So that is where I did my first learning from when I was an active campaign baby who knew nothing. I learned from the people who were ahead of me. Um, and then I started answering questions. And because I'm a trained teacher uh, by trade from a very early age, I've always liked to help people to understand stuff. So I found myself answering the same questions around and around and around again and seeing people fall into the same traps around and around again. And I got frustrated with having to answer the same questions all the time. And also just seeing people have to then unpick this stuff and, and suffer through not having known these core things. So I was like, fine, I'm going to make a course. So I made a course and I made it free because to me, this stuff is fundamental. If you are a a person, a business who is using email marketing 
You've chosen Active Campaign as your tool. The very least you deserve is a guided tour from somebody who knows what these things are and how to put them in the right order to drive the Ferrari around the block. That's it. I think there's a really, really important lesson in what you just said, because the people listening to this are in all kinds of different niches. And you just happen mm -hmm. to be in the niche of, you know, helping people with this fantastic email marketing software called Active Campaign, but you haven't always been an expert in that area. And you started out uh, learning and, and contributing. It was in the like official Active Campaign Facebook group. Is that what it was? That's right. That's yes. And so you were looking for opportunities to to learn from other people, but then contribute where you could and just getting involved in the conversation and just helping other people completely for free, right? Yeah, exactly that. It, what was your, at the time, do you remember what your motivation was? Like, did you have this exact plan laid out to where eventually you wanted to be the active campaign person or oh. were you just being like incredibly generous? I, I like I like this question. Um, it's, it's, I definitely, definitely did not have a vision of becoming the active campaign queen. This, this is like the hugest surprise and and wonderful serendipity to me to to wind up where I am now. But I did not see that coming. It was driven partly selfishly because if you have to explain a concept to someone else, you have to get into that concept in a much deeper level. So in order to teach something, you have to be sure that you understand it. And not only that, you have to find a way to explain it that very quickly unlocks it for someone else in a way that they are going to retain. It's like sticky knowledge. They're going to get to keep it and hold on to it, and then they can share it on to someone else. So there is an altruism in there, in that I genuinely don't like, like, I don't like it when I see people getting stuck, especially with the basics of active campaign. That's really frustrating to me. So it was driven by frustration, a bit of altruism a, and a lot of selfishness of, I just don't want to keep answering the same questions all the time. So I'm going to put them into a format where I can just, they can just self-serve on these things. And then everybody's life is going to get better in active campaign. Happy days. I had no concept at that time of charging for a course. That was inconceivable to me. You mentioned the, the first course and that I think you said it's free today. Was is it always been free? It's always been free and it will always stay free. It may okay. get a refresh. It, it certainly needs a refresh because active campaign is, is adding new features. The interface has changed, you know, it's due a bit of a, it's due some love, but for me, it's, it's such a fundamental part of what we do as online educators and, and leaders is to bring other people with us and to give small, for me, giving small businesses particularly the opportunities to compete with the same tech and toys that the big guys have to play with. Why would we not want them to have that? Small business people are heroes all over the world in their crazy niches. Empowering that is a privilege. That's not a burden. What's, what's, the, what's the craziest niche that you've seen that you've worked with? Oh, okay. I'm going to do you my favorite one. My favorite one. She's one of the founder members of my academy and her name is Caroline. And uh, when we started the Active Campaign Academy, which is our current vessel for teaching Active Campaign users, uh, I asked, I invited some beta members in and Caroline was one of the people I picked out for this because I wanted people that I sort of knew a bit. Her niche, <laughs> this is just so crazy. Uh, she was in farming, I believe at the time, and her niche is doing corporate training days for people like Ikea with sheep. 
So the corporate people come on a day out and they do shepherd stuff with sheep. And that feeds into their corporate team activities and leadership skills. That's pretty niche. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I didn't know if I was catching you completely off guard and you didn't have any a good answer, but that was a fantastic answer. I love that. I did, You know, it's one of the things I enjoyed the most is this commonality that we have in, in the people who come to me for active campaign support and training. They have huge commonalities around what they want to get done. They want to run a webinar or they want to automate their sales process or make sure that their leads are being nurtured to buy their course or whatever. But the actual topic, the actual content that they are delivering, the product or the service, wild, absolutely wild and crazy. So for me, delivering this teaching and, and holding this community of people who just like the only thing they have in common is they happen to choose active campaign as their email weapon of choice. That's it. And for me, it's a lot like I used to run a community choir and that is similar in the sense that the people who come to you, the only thing they have in common is they want to sing something with other people and feel good about that. They, they can be so wildly disparate in the real world that they would never meet each other ever. And yet they're all here making this wonderful community, looking after each other, helping each other out, getting excited about this thing, whether it's automating some crazy process with active campaign and cracking the puzzle so you don't have to do it manually anymore, or whether it's bringing, you know, 50 people together to sing a song in five part harmony, you know, the principle is the same. And, and yeah, I find that exciting. You can tell. Going back to the uh, the free course, uh, not everybody that makes their first course launches it uh, for free. They, they you know want to make some money, and so your motivation by, behind launching it for free and and it still being free today, I'm I'm gonna guess, and then you can tell me the real answer. But I'm thinking it's either um, meant to be a really fantastic lead magnet, or maybe there's like an affiliate place somewhere where you're hoping people will sign up for Active Campaign through your link, or maybe both. It's both. What's your, yeah. It's both. It's both those things. And it's future trouble avoidance as well, because if someone has done accelerated active campaign as early as possible in their active campaign life, even if they've already been using it for 10 years, you go do that free training, you're going to be a better active campaign user. And you're going to come to me one day when you want to do something crazy and you will have fewer bad things in there that we need to fix first. But yes, there is the, the affiliate sale is in there for people who are, just starting out with active campaign so it's it's kind of dual purpose it acts as like the guided tour from the most expert person who knows this place really really well takes you straight to the best cookies in the jar but also if you've been using it a long time you're going to pick up stuff that you had never thought of or never seen in active campaign but is it and then is it also part of a funnel as well to where you're offering an upsell into your membership in that course too yeah. And, and to be completely frank with you, it's not as fully developed on that front as it could be and should be at this point. That's one of my main missions for this year is to get better at doing that conversion from, wow, they've done my free course. I've given them all the stuff. They freaking love me. Their active campaign is looking great now. Now I need to explain to them and I need to do a better job of this part. Explain to them where is the benefit in coming into the active campaign academy and taking that Very next cool. step. Well, you know, 
Okay, right now, what I'm seeing working uh, best with course businesses, um, you know, typically for my clients, I recommend one of two types of funnels. And one would be like an evergreen webinar funnel, which is, is probably the most common. But the other is a free course funnel. I do see that working well. And it sounds like you pretty much have that. Maybe you need to get dialed in with the sales pitch a little bit more on that. But I think overall, the model is really, really solid. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm very open about the fact that the sales is probably my weakest point. I don't come from a particularly business leader background. I wasn't in the workplace for like 15 years. Um, so and I don't have a sales background. So that's right now the skill that I'm weakest on. And it's something I'm working on getting better at because frankly, I'm doing active campaign users and people who are maybe thinking about using, I'm doing them a disservice by not explaining to them what we do in, in the Active Campaign Academy, which is this wonderful community-driven collection of people. It's like, it's, it's actually a lot like the, um, the SPI pros model that Pat Flynn was mm -hmm. talking about, where you get access to everything for as long as you want it, including really direct access to me. And that gives you this, the, the support. It's like a safety blanket and an accelerator for anything you want to do with Active Campaign. Um, but I'm why not is that you? Well why, why did you go with the uh, the route? You know, it, it's a, it's a big debate for people. The the um, choosing between like a, a one time pay online course model versus an ongoing membership type model. Did you wrestle with that at all? And why did you settle on the membership model? I absolutely wrestled with it. I wrestled with it really hard because in many ways, a course selling a course is an easier pr proposition. It's a lower bar technically. It can feel like a much lower bar. And everyone says memberships are really scary. So what happened for me is I'd been to a conference by the membership guys, Retain 2019, which was amazing. And right there in that conference, I knew in right in me, I knew that I needed to make a membership for active campaign people, a subscription model where they would get everything they wanted for as long as they wanted to have access to it. But I was too scared. I didn't have enough skills and I needed to just grow up a bit in business first. So the free course was already out. My next move was that I created and then did a very soft, very scared launch of the better engagement and deliverability for active campaign course. Catchy name, sexy subject, not. <laughs> so the reason I picked that was because actually it's one of the few topics in the active campaign ecosystem that you can kind of package up and make it a complete standalone course. And so I did that and I learned so, so much. And, and we were selling that for like $197, I think. Um, and it sold pretty well. And I learned how to do funnels and I got more confident, more comfortable. I learned a lot about working with my students. And during that next year and a half, I just did a lot of thinking, how the heck do, what do I do next? How do I do the next thing to add on to this? And I wrestled with it and I wrestled with it. And I kept coming into membership and then back out of it and thinking I can break this up into courses. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I did nothing, um, as do a lot of people. And then I sort of got pushed over the, over the edge, finally. I was still leaning towards a membership and I got pushed over the edge to do it because I got, I, I had a week where I just kept getting messages from people. One of them said, give me your PayPal email address. I need to send you some money because you're helping me so much with active campaign and I'm feeling guilty about it. Right. 
and I, I, I had to have a word with myself at that point of you need to get off the shelf here and start doing because this is silly. You're now actively withholding stuff that people want. Um, I had someone else who wanted to, you know, she was like, come to my house. I will feed you wine and chocolate. Help me. <laughs> So it just, it wasn't tenable anymore for me to not do something. And so in the end, I went with my original instinct was that it had to be on a subscription membership model because there is no single part of active campaign that works in isolation. None of it. And it comes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this podcast about technical, strategic. It's the interface between technical and strategic. You could do technically really skilled stuff with Active Campaign, but if, it's, if it is not a good fit with the strategy that you have for growing your business, it is not going to get you anywhere. You could write fabulous emails and send them to people. But if you don't put the pieces in place to get those emails delivered to the inbox, they will do nothing to grow your business. That's it. There are so many moving parts between any... Any one thing you want to do with Active Campaign, any one process you want to put together, like you want to just give someone an opt-in for a lead magnet, deliver the lead magnet, nurture them into a purchase, have them buy, get the purchase, deliver the stuff. There are a lot of moving parts there, right? And every business has got different stuff in their tech stack. We're all using different combinations of tech schools, tech tools. We all have different skills. We have different team members. We have different industries and different customers. You can't write. I did not want to write. I was not willing to make to try and put that into single courses. For me to deliver that with integrity as a as and serve my people, they had to have access to me as well because that's <laughs> the strategic matrix brain of how do I get active campaign to solve this problem or make this feel better. So, I'm like the concierge. Me and my team we're like the concierge service. We have a bank of resources. There are the courses. So you can go do the deliverability training. You could go and learn how to do naming things. You could go and do a course on how to do pre-fill magic. That stuff is pretty cool. You can learn how to use the amazing new email designer. But if you want to put a full process together, you're going to need me. And you're going to come to office hours or ask a question in our wonderful community. And then you go get the bits off the shelf that you need. So if you don't have one of those skills, you can go get that skill because we've got some training on it. So that's how we do it. It's a very interesting um, topic. And I think that it makes perfect sense for for all the reasons you said for for yours to be a membership. I think that, you know, people listening, they're weighing between the two. Uh, I don't think there's one answer. Obviously, I'm you know biased about online courses, the online course show, but I, I love memberships just as much. And they can be much more appropriate in certain circumstances like this, where mm-hmm. I think the key theme is like, there's no one very specific desired outcome that somebody's looking for that we're helping them achieve. Like we're, we're there for them or you're there for them to help them along their path with this tool that helps them is very essential in their entire business. Right. And if, if they come across an issue, well, they know they have you there or, you know, maybe right now they're not ready to take a course on um, email engagement, but in six months from now, like for whatever reason, something's happening in their business and they need to learn more about email engagement versus say a beginner piano course. doesn't make sense to be a, a membership. That's a course. Right. And I think you're so right in identifying that it's, is there, a, is there a boundary around this? Can it be done as a, a self-contained 
end-to-end process. And, and that, for me, was what prevented me from doing standalone courses. We have courses. We've got 30 courses, I think, inside the academy now. And that course structure is really important to those because they need to be done in order with resources and with progress tracking and all of those things and that feeling of progression and achievement that you get from doing a course. So to me, the courses are probably the, the key component of the academy. But it, then if you took away the community and the access to me, the courses on their own just wouldn't be enough to drive the success because they don't have the boundaries. Because the success comes from, it's like Lego. You, you want to pick off this bit and this bit and learn how to do uh, a set of wheels on an axle, right? And then you can put it together to make a truck. How did you determine the the pricing and the tiers for your membership? Okay. So again, this took some struggle. Active Campaign is uh, an extremely f- wide-ranging piece of tech. So you can come in as a sole entrepreneur, one-person team, and have a very small list and buy on the lowest tier of Active Campaigns. So it doesn't do so many fancy tricks. You can use it to do a lot, but it's not so fancy. Then it's got four different levels up from there right up to enterprise so you've got huge global corporates using active campaign and the feature set is wildly different in those um in those different plans you could also have 500 contacts or you could have 5 million contacts these are very different customers to me so we decided that we wanted to target sort of small business to medium and growing And even within there, we felt we had to have two different levels of membership. So we have an essential level, which comes in at the moment at $73 a month. And that sort of caps at the core features of active campaign. So if you were on the lowest level plan, every single thing we teach in our essential level of the academy can be done with that lowest level plan with a small list. And everything we teach you will help you grow your business to the point where maybe you're going to upgrade to plus active campaign and you're going to get some lovely new features that are really going to help grow your business. And then you would come up to the advanced level of, of our academy. So um, what are we, $147 a month for that one right now? Uh, we teach a wider range of features. We have additional access to office hours. So it's like you get more Auntie K for your money. Um and we just we talk about more more high level strategic or complicated integration stuff. So that's how we decided to split it. I'm on your website right now, and uh, there's buttons on the sales page: buy essential monthly, buy advanced monthly. Do you have any sort of um, evergreen funnels or built-in urgency in any way, or it's just here it is: join when you want, leave when you want, and that's just how it works. You're making me embarrassed now because I know I should have these things and I don't because I'm not great at sales right now and I need to do better on that. So right now we we have a really strong email list, which was fed by Accelerated Active Campaign, that awesome free training. And we have a Facebook community called Automate Your Business with Active Campaign. So when people join that, we invite them to give us an email address. So our email address, our email contact list is strong. It's very engaged and we deliver a lot of value through email. We email out twice a week and in every single email, we call them into the membership one way or another. 
we do testimonials. We have stellar testimonials. We deliver lots of how do you get this essential thing done? And here's what you could do next. And here's what we have in the academy to get that done. What we don't have right now is anything sensible that I know I should have, like a webinar funnel. <laughs> <laughs> My job here is not to make you feel bad or call you out or anything of that sort. Uh, my job is to bring on people that are very successful and understand and help understand what is working and what you're doing right mm -hmm. and what we can, you know, what we can learn from your situation. And, and so I wasn't insinuating that you absolutely <laughs> should be doing this. I'm trying to just break down your business a little bit so other people can get inspiration. Yeah, so you're sending I, I those emails out. Sorry, What's I may have that? sounded slightly defensive then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to be clear on that. Like, I'm yeah. there's no there's no one exact uh, way to do to do this. Like, oh well, you're not doing it this way. Then yeah. clearly, you have a completely broken business here. So it sounds <laughs> like your business is very strong on email marketing, and there's those calls yeah. to action to your membership. You've got the strong testimonials. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you don't have to give me numbers or anything, but like, it sounds like that's mostly working for you. Absolutely. I'm really happy with where we're at at the moment. We've, we've just got such a strong community. For me, in this first year and a half, so the first 18 months of the Academy, my mission that I set out to do was to stabilize it, to really do my learning. How do I deliver success to the people who have trusted me to take them to success with Active Campaign? What do they need from me? What can I help them with? Let me try some different things and learn how best to help them. And we're there now. We have the, everything in the academy is really well structured. It's systematized. I have a great team around me. We're ready to do the next thing, which is scaling and growing. What I didn't really want to do was learn how to do sales before I'd really learned how to do the, to, de to really deliver a high quality membership. And maybe that's me just being a bit chicken, if I'm honest. I also think it's really healthy to say that out loud because I know that when a business looks really glossy and slick on the surface, it can be kind of intimidating. And often with my members, we'll have these conversations about behind the scenes of the Active Campaign Academy and slick business, and they'll be surprised that we don't have X, Y, or Z thing. And I'll be like, yeah, you're right. I should have that. I don't, I don't have it yet, but I can, I can show you how to do it. It's going to take me five minutes right now. I'm going to record you a tutorial, and then you go build yours. That will help nudge me to go build mine as well. I think it's the the very mature thing to do to get your uh, fulfillment dialed in. Um, mm. Normally, I'll, t I'll I'll say like the the core pieces we need to have um, for f to, to to make money would be we need to have traffic, we need to have a funnel, we need to have an offer, and then of course our our product is all mm. the way on the end. And ideally, we would kind of work backwards in terms of optimization, right? Mm. So it doesn't make sense to really optimize our our funnel and our sales if we haven't dialed in our fulfillment, because then we can't give world-class experiences when we, once we make the sales. So it's great that you're doing that. It sounds like I'm catching you in the middle of working backwards, actually. So you've got your fulfillment, fulfillment dialed in, you've got your offer, it sounds like, dialed in. Yeah. Next is maybe the funnel and sales. Once you get that dialed in, then you're gonna be focused on maybe more marketing and driving more traffic into the sales funnel and then into fulfillment. Yeah, basically nailed it. So um, well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll take that compliment. Yeah, like I'm really happy with with where it is. And it's interesting that you use the word mature in that because, you know, I'm in, I, I'm in my 50s now. I came to business as a very late 
bloomer in business land, not expecting to be running my own business. Um, so I think when you, when you do that, there's a commonality between me and other people that I know who've done, who've had a similar life journey where they've come to it later in life. We come at it from a different angle. For me, it felt more important to deliver a high quality product and to, to have that integrity about what we do first. And that I can learn to do sales next. I will. I promise. <laughs> let's uh let's talk a little bit of tech next if that's okay, okay. Yeah. Now, obviously you know and use active campaign uh but i don't think that you could run your entire business with active campaign they, they don't allow you to like host a course there to my knowledge what are some of the other tech uh, uh software pieces that you're utilizing cool i'm glad you asked that question because these other pieces of software are of equal stature with Active Campaign in, in running the business that we do and delivering this service. So our courses and memberships platform is Lifter LMS, uh, which we chose originally because you can you can install it pretty much for free on a WordPress site. So as so long as you've got WordPress hosting, you're good to go. And what that means is your your launch overheads can stay low. And I'm a bit allergic to the sort of standalone course platforms, those self-contained things like Teachable. I don't want to go there because I know they keep hold of their data. For me, integration is really important. Active campaigns got to be able to see what's going on. So Lifter LMS does a great job of that. So that was my first choice. Also, Chris Badgett is lovely, the guy who created that tool. He's mm -hmm. just so nice as well. Um, so Lifter LMS to host the courses. Between Lifter LMS and Active Campaign, we have to have a go between who talks between the two things. And for that, we choose WP Fusion, um, which I don't know if you're familiar with, Jacques, but it is the most incredible piece of tech for uh, taking any piece of data from a WordPress user and sending it to an Active Campaign contact or the other way around. And you can control pretty much anything on your WordPress site using WP Fusion. That tool is delivered by um, Jack Arturo, who is also really nice, which is a really important thing for me because I like to be around nice people in my world. So both of those, not only really incredible tech tools, but also their teams have great integrity and they're good people to be around. For our community inside the Active Campaign Academy, we run on Circle, Circle Communities, which I know you're familiar with. Um, I, I love that platform so, so, so much. I love it. We started out with a free Facebook group for the members, but that was not going to cut it because we needed something searchable, something we could create a structure in. And the flexibility in Circle is wow. And it integrates so we can bring people in and out of our advanced and essential levels. If they switch around, we just, the automations just move them around because it talks nicely to Active Campaign. So it's, it's a tech stack that's designed to work together. And then on top of that, we throw in, we have Airtable, which is also one of my happy places. That's uh, the database where we can see everything that's going on um, and do day-to-day -day management. Like if we, when we run an office hours call, we're taking notes of who's there, um, what questions were asked. We're writing a roundup of the points we made. We're dropping in screenshots, loads of stuff. All of that we do in Airtable. And then the last piece of the puzzle probably at that level is WooCommerce. So we run with WooCommerce subscriptions for the sales. And again, that's hooked up to Active Campaign using WP Fusion. So in fairness, um, uh, in transparency to the audience, I did join your 
uh, Academy a few months ago, mm. and it's been a great experience. But you, um, I was very, I was blown away by a piece of software you did use that I'm a big fan of that you didn't just mention. What about Bonjoro? Oh, Bonjoro. Where's the Bonjoro love? Sorry, sorry, Bonjoro bears. I love you too. I love you too. So Bonjoro, oh, it's it's featuring in my posting on socials this week, so they know I love them. Bonjuro has the most amazing integration with Active Campaign. So Bonjuro lets you do personal videos. And the first time I did a trial of Bonjuro, it was actually mentioned at that conference from the membership guys, Retain 2019. They said, this tool is killer for memberships because it is instant human connection no matter where you are. Totally one-to-one, takes you 30 seconds to do it. I signed up for their trial and then I got a Bonjuro, this personal video in my inbox the next day from their CEO in his backyard in Australia. He had visited my website. He talked about Nuki, which is just around the corner from me. I was like, whoa, this thing is amazing. Anyway, so what I have now is there's an automation that kicks off when somebody joins my membership. And one of the steps in there is a little so quick to set up and it sends a message to Bonjuro and says, ping Kay's phone and tell her to write, tell her to make a recording for Jacques. And then it also shows me lots of information about you, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's a bit spy, right? <laughs> we have the knowledge and the knowledge is power, which means I can go stalk your website. I can go have a look. I'm like, oh my God, it's Piano in 21 Days guy. I'm talking to my assistant, Katie. I'm like, oh my God, Piano in 21 Days guy has just joined the membership. This is really exciting. And I can call out the things that you've talked about or that I know you're into when I do that personal welcome video from my backyard. I love it. I love it. It was, it was, uh, it was a great touch. I, I'm familiar with Bonjoro already mm-hmm. when I received that, you know, I send them as well. And the people that I send them to aren't normally f- familiar with the software. Yeah. They're just like, wow, the guy that created the course I just bought actually took the time to send me a message. And, um, I'll be honest, the ones I send out are like 15 seconds long. Uh, you sent me probably a two minute <laughs> Bonjoro video when I signed up. And it was, I think, the second time that I've ever received one that was mm. like based on a, a purchase I made. Certainly, people reply back to me with Bonjoros and whatnot. Yeah. Um, the first time I ever received a Bonjoro was from Pat Flynn when I bought uh, his podcasting course, I believe, in 2017. Mm. And I was just so blown away that he would take the time to personally call, call me out by name. Um, I mean, his message was pretty short. He didn't go to the level of personalization that you did. Mm. Uh, but the fact that he said Jacques, you know, it's not a super common name. So I knew yeah. it wasn't like canned or automated in any way, really blew me away. And that's for yeah. me, it was like, if Pat Flynn can take the time and do this, there's no reason I shouldn't be doing it either. And so I've been sending bonjouros to my new piano students um, ever since then. So I've sent out over 5,000 of them. Uh, but I appreciated the level of... Uh, personalization that you that you did for me i don't know if you do that for everybody but i I certainly appreciated it no i absolutely do that for everyone and we also do them at other points if someone hasn't visited the membership for a while i you you get a check-in email so this is all automated obviously because we automate everything that repeats if it repeats we Mm -hmm. automate it so what we do is we automate the process in a way that enables us to roll out this incredibly high value human touch where it actually matters, which is typically something like a bonjour. So if someone hasn't been in for a while and then they ha- they don't respond to a couple of emails, I'll bonjour. And if they don't respond to that, I'm going to text them. We also do it when someone leaves the membership. We call it the golden goodbye. I love this use case of bonjour because it makes me feel better when someone 
leaves my membership, which can feel hurtful, right? If you're running a <laughs> subscription program, when someone decides they've they've had their fill for now, when you first start running a membership, it wounds you internally, and you have to you have to not take it personally. But that's easier said than done. So for me, we realised that if I lean into, oh, this is what you said when you joined, and I can tell you all these things that you've done during your time in the membership and say, I really wish you well, don't be a stranger. Here's some other stuff that you can get access to. I will see you around and all the best. That that personal connection really matters as well. So it's not just when people are buying from you. It sits at the interface where automation and human meet really, really nicely. And if you can automate the drudgery in your business, which you can do with active campaign, just saying, if you can automate those repeating things that are the same every time for everybody, you can get active campaign to basically give you a tap on the shoulder and say, oh, hey, Kay, we need you in person now to to be real with Jacques, who's just left because he's achieved so much wonderful stuff <laughs> during his time. I can make time for that. Definitely. And that's a pleasure. I'm glad you shared those use cases of a tool like Bonjoro for a membership because you've got more experience there th than I do. Uh, we talked earlier about courses versus membership, mm -hmm. and for me, for my piano students, you know, they're paying they're paying a one time fee for access to my course or courses, and I send them a Bonjoro welcoming them. But I, you know, they're they're never like opting out of it. Mm -hmm. They they sign up and then they have lifetime access to it. So hearing your perspective, running a true membership, they're paying every month. There's other use cases to send Bonjoros during their time, and then there's a use case for when they're leaving as well. So thank you for sharing that. Pleasure. As far as some of the other tech that you mentioned, I'm certainly familiar with most of them. Uh, well, I'm familiar with all of them, and I've used most of them. Um, I run two businesses. I've got the piano thing, and then I've got you know this brand here, the online course guy, the online course show. And uh, my piano business is the older one. I've had it for 10 years. And until... Recently, uh, I've been running it on WordPress and I've used WP Fusion and WooCommerce and all that. And um, it got to be a little too complicated to run. And so I've, uh, I've recently switched to Kajabi, mm. um, which is a more all-in-one, but I still have emails and active campaign because, right. you know, Kajabi's got emails, but I still have active campaign. So the Kajabi and active campaign campaign together is kind of where I live, even though, you know, Kajabi has emails, I wouldn't have to pay anything extra. I'm paying the extra fee for active campaign. Mm. Uh, what do you think about that tech stack? I think it's an absolutely smart move um, because you're absolutely right to use a WordPress education stack does require quite a high level of maintenance and nurturing and skill. And ideally, you're going to be doing at least some of that as the business owner, no matter the size of your business, because you have to know what's going on under the hood. You have to understand, even if you're contracting with someone, you need to be able to supervise what they're doing and make sure it's delivering the right experience. And that can get technically more challenging as your business grows or just gets more complicated. You want to offer an upsell or a cross-sell, do, do all sorts of things. Sometimes a business hits a point where an all-in-one learning platform is going to just take away some of those pain points there and do it really well. The thing I like about Kajabi is you can run it very successfully alongside Active Campaign. It does hold on to some of its data in a way that I don't love. I remember trying to integrate it for someone and it was hard to get course progress, I think, into Active Campaign. But we found a way 
there's always a way. You can use your internet gaffer tape and get Zapier to join the dots somewhere, mm-hmm. somehow. So my feeling is that if you do the homework, if you if you do the foundational work on how am I going to make sure that Active Campaign knows what's happening in Kajabi and Kajabi knows what's happening in Active Campaign, we're all good. Very cool. So then the last question I ha- would have for you about your tech stack, you know, I do I do like Circle. It's a very, very good community platform. Uh but my question would be, since you're utilizing so many WordPress options, uh, plugins and whatnot, why did you opt for your community to not just be built on the same WordPress platform? Good question. I looked at lots and lots of options. I spent a long time agonizing over this one and things that were driving me at that point. It had to not be on Facebook. That was for sure. So it had to be somewhere that was on its own. And I wanted it to be accessible on devices, so I wanted it to have an app. So it came out on front on that pretty early on, having an app and not needing a ton of developer time to make it work with other stuff. That was very appealing. The app probably was a driving feature. And then when I looked at Circle seriously for the first time, I remember very vividly going in on the trial, the look of it, it felt like social media. And I think it's the only one... Whenever I looked at any of the WordPress ones, I know there was Mighty Networks. um, I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Buddy Boss. Thank you. That's the one I was trying to think of. I did look Mm -hmm. at those. And even though I'm quite techie, I found them quite intimidating from a technical point of view. And I'm pretty good at that stuff. So Circle looked immediately more appealing. It was pick up and play. And then I saw the killer feature which I didn't know about before I took it on trial, which is that Circle has a little bit of code that you can put in the header on your WordPress website. And then in the bottom corner of every single lesson in my Active Campaign Academy is a little bubble and the bubble takes you straight into the community. The moment I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm sold because now there's no disconnect between my WordPress education site and my community. They are enmeshed i love that that's that uh, that's it. very important to me as well i love that yeah all right okay. Kay. we have talked we have talked for a while and i can't believe we've gone this long without this topic coming up um but let's hang out in the email deliverability department for a little bit mm. is that something that you help people with quite a bit oh so 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 much and th- you know there's a reason why that was the first self-contained course that I put out. I mean, one, it does have some boundaries around it, so you can teach it as a subject all on its own. But more than that, fundamentally, there is no point learning how to automate your emails if your emails are not getting to the inbox. Uh, That's it. Game over. And it was happening. I could see it happening to so many people, so many people. And it's completely avoidable. And... I got mad because there is so much misinformation about deliverability. So deliverability needed demystifying. Uh, So I was like, I'm on a mission to to demystify this and and help people who are running their business actually understand what's going on and be able to do better without breaking a sweat or swearing or throwing stuff out of the window. Okay. Um, So... I started out by thinking, what exactly is the game of deliverability and how do we demystify that for people and make it make sense? And so we came up with deliverability is just like you're throwing paper airplanes and there are some people involved on the way throwing the paper airplanes. 
So you you write your letter on your piece of paper, fold it up into a paper aeroplane. You hand your piece of paper to Active Campaign. Active Campaign or whatever other provider you're using, it doesn't matter. They send the aeroplane off to the internet. Okay. Then the mailbox provider's got to catch it. The mailbox provider is the one who decides whether to put it in your inbox or not. They are the guardians of the citadel. And if you're if the mailbox provider, which is like Gmail or Hotmail or Outlook, whoever it is, if they look at your paper aeroplane and they think, hang on a minute, that looks like a pirate aeroplane. That has all the hallmarks of being a skanky spammer. They are not going to deliver it to the inbox. That's it. Game over. If, however, it looks like a nice, shiny, responsible, well-behaved paper aeroplane that has been dispatched by our friend Active Campaign, who is a trusted sender, and we can tell who it's from, and they can match it up with a website that has real words on it, it's a bit more authentic. It's got a bigger chance of not looking like a pirate, and then it gets delivered to the inbox. So it's just a game. I love that. I mean, I, 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 I could uh, picture in my mind that the airplane floating through and then the, the mm. gatekeeper deciding whether this was uh, a pirate or not. Right. Um, I do. I do. You know, I think this is something people uh, struggle with quite a bit. Um, and so I love that metaphor. But the next, you know, the next progression there would be, OK, how do we make it look not like the pirate and make it look like the, the nice, shiny thing that they right. want? You know, what, what are those some of those things that we need to make sure we're doing? Cool. Great. So um, number one, uh, you have to do two technical things that sound absolutely terrifying, but actually aren't that scary. And they're one and done. And they are called DKIM and SPF. Or They sound kind of like an old Dickensian shop, DKIM and stuff. Um, Every platform does them slightly differently. And they are basically like a little badge of authenticity. It's like putting a stamp on your letter when you put it in the post. And if your paper airplane arrives with this stamp on it that says, it's definitely from K. Great. The Citadel guards are more likely to let it in if it has these authentication stamps on it. Okay. So that is the technical authentication side of things. You have to do it one time for each sender address. Okay. The other thing you can do for being really well, real, real quick, real quick, because yeah, that's sorry. that's real, real techie. And some people are like, wait, what the heck did she what just talk that? about? <laughs> I'm I'm familiar with what you just talked about in, in the sense that I know it should be done to increase deliverability. I have done it for my businesses beyond that. Like, what does DKIM stand for? All that? No idea. But yeah. um, I know Active Campaign has a really good article on, on exactly how to to set it up or, you know, not everybody listening to this certainly is using active campaign, but even if you're not, you know, sure. you're sending emails in your business, it's important to do these steps. It's really, for me, I find it very frustrating as a business owner. I have to do that super techie thing or tell yeah. somebody running a, 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 a online course business teaching quilting that they have to learn about DCAM. Um, but yeah. if you want to increase email deliverability, that's something you do need to set up one time. If you're using ConvertKit, just do a Google search for, you know, DKIM and what's the other one? SPF? SPF, yeah. Most emails. DKIM, SPF, ConvertKit. Most of the sending platforms do the SPF bit for you. The bit they can't okay. do for you is the thing that's called DKIM. It doesn't matter what DKIM stands for. You just don't need to know. I can't <laughs> even remember and I do not care what it stands for. 
in terms of actually doing it, you just need to know where do I go get this little bit of text from and where do I need to paste it in? It is literally a copy and paste. That's it. And so long as you know where to get it from in your, which your email sending platform will tell you, and then you have to figure out where to put it and where you put it depends on where you're hosting your emails. And that's where it can get a bit tricky, which is why we have a little course in the Active Campaign Academy and we help people do it because it, it does look scary. It is just a it's just a copy and paste, but knowing where to paste it is the challenge. And uh, would it be fair to say that the reason it's necessary is because Active Campaign is basically sending these emails, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of throwing the paper airplane for you. Mm -hmm. And so we just need a way to let the receiver know that we gave Active Campaign permit, like this is coming from, like you said earlier, like this is coming from K. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not guaranteed, right? Exactly that. The, the DKIM bit is saying this domain has specifically said we are sending from this place. So for me, when I set up my DKIM with Active Campaign, I'm saying to everyone who has any contact with that email, this email was definitely sent by me at slickbusiness.co. Okay, got it. So what's next? Somebody's like, somebody's listening to this or like, Okay, no problem. I set up DKIM years ago. We're good. What's next on, on the checklist? Make sure I'm getting emails and inboxes. Great. The next bit is really simple. Don't look like a complete stranger when you turn up at the door. Don't wear a disguise. And that means your sender information needs to look right. So make sure that your name, the name that the from name on your email information says something like KPC hyphen slick business. Do not just use your first name because People will not recognize you on the doorstep, especially if you're not sending often enough. You could be anyone, right? So if you just put Bob, eh, there's a lot of Bobs in the world. You want to make it really clear who you are when you turn up on the doorstep. Again, that is going to help them let you in. <laughs> because what you want is for the person at the inbox to be really clear that this is the person I signed up for. It's not random Bob. It's KPC from Slick Business who talks about active campaign. So if I happen to see her in the spam filter, I'm going to drag her out of there and put her in the inbox. And all of that helps show that you are a wanted sender. So nobody's scrunching you up and chucking you in the bin. They're not deleting your emails. They're not scrapping them or leaving them unread. They are opening them and clicking them because they can see they're from you. And tied in with that is when someone first opts into your email list, set their expectations really early on and say, I'm going to be emailing you. It's going to say it's from kpc-slickbusiness.co and the subject line is going to be this. So literally tell them what to do. And then you can tell them what to do if it does hit their spam filter. If it's not there in 10 minutes, go look in your spam filter, go fish it out, put it in your VIP or your primary tab. Boom. It's like you, you want to enlist these guys because they're inside the Citadel, right? The Citadel guards trust them. So if they see these guys opening, valuing, cherishing your emails, clicking in your emails, that tells the Citadel guards, the mailbox providers, that you are a valued and wanted sender and they are more likely to let you through next time. Can we trust the click and open rates that Active Campaign or other email software is telling us we're getting? There are two separate questions in there. Open rates, no. Click rates, broadly speaking, yes. Um, so open rates, I have always said 
right from the beginning, even if you even if you knew that someone had opened your email, technically, you didn't know that they'd read it ever. We never had that information. So open rates to me have always been a bit of an illusion in that sense, a bit of a smoke and mirrors. And since Apple Mail privacy protection came in, we definitely do not have that information for sure, whether someone opened or did not open any given email that you send out. Okay, nobody has that anymore. And that's good. That's right, because that protects consumers. A click, however, if you have link tracking, which we do in ActiveCampaign, in almost all scenarios, if ActiveCampaign can see that a link has been clicked, that's going to be correct and valid information. So anytime you are looking at, are these people engaging with my emails? Are they are they liking what I'm saying? Do they care? A click is what you should be looking for. So it's fair to say, don't even worry about open rates, just completely ignore it. But a click rate is a, is a good indication of of to some level of success? I would say for your open rates, you can watch the trend of your open rates, mm -hmm. but don't give yourself a hard time and don't don't throw someone out. This this is where I see it going wrong, is people throwing out contacts because they can't see any opens. So a contact looks as if they're not engaging with your emails. It looks as if they're not there. They've gone to sleep or they were never there in the first place, whatever. It looks like that because there are no trackable opens on the contact. That contact could well be opening. So you have to be more cautious now about how you choose who to throw out. I call it identifying the zombies in your account. So... In Active Campaign and most service providers, we pay for people to have a spot in there as, a, as a, a contact, a recipient of our emails. They cost us money to be there. They're not free. We do not want to give house room to people who are either bots or um, invalid email addresses, bounced email addresses, or people who've just gone to sleep or people who are putting us in the bin every time. So we have to get rid of them. One way or another, we have to stop sending to them and get rid of them because otherwise the mailbox providers, our Citadel guards, start to think that people don't value our emails. Because if you've got a whole ton of people who are not opening or who are just chucking your emails in the bin or putting them in the spam folder, that paints a bad picture to the Citadel guards, makes you look bad. OK, so we don't want to keep sending to them and we don't want to keep paying for a room full of zombies to live in our house. So you need to be able to identify them. And clicks are really the key to that now, much more so than open rates. And that's changing the way that people write their emails. So we've got to get then onto the content of the emails. What are you actually putting in there? You need to be doing content that actively seeks people to click because it's so important now that we can show that our emails are wanted and desirable. On these topics of email deliverability, list housekeeping, I mean, I, obviously you've got a whole membership with m tons of courses where you go into depth on all these topics. Mm -hmm. So we, we're, I'm not going to ask you to, you know, give all the, the, all the, all the, your best secrets and everything here on this platform. But n let me ask you about any tools you might recommend in, in these, in these categories. Are there any other, any tools that uh, can help us out or is it more just implementing the best practices? Implementing best practice. Definitely. 
um, people can pay, you can end up paying a lot of money for deliverability tools. And there are some reputable ones on the market. I'm absolutely not dissing them. And if you have got a large number of contacts and you have got deliverability problems, seek professional help to rescue it because it's skilled work. <laughs> However, for most cases, if you simply learn some basic steps and implement some best practice, you are going to improve immediately because so much of it is, is about really basic stuff like making sure that your sender name is clear, being consistent about that, letting people know that you're going to be in the inbox in 10 minutes with this subject line. And there are some really basic steps and also being more human in your emails and inviting clicks. That's easy. We can all do that. And the truth is, even if you were paying for an expensive deliverability tool or consultant to come in, if you were not doing those basic things, sender information, human content, inviting clicks, those two things would just pull against each other and blank out any advantage you were getting from having your DKIM sorted out and somebody monitoring your click rates. None of that matters if you're not writing the right sort of emails. And I do have a whole series of blogs on deliverability that are on the website in my, uh, so slickbusiness.co forward slash blog. There's a deliverability topic in there and that stuff is valid for any email platform. It's not just about active campaign and it talks about authentication, content, enlisting your contacts, how to not dress up like a skanky spammer by accident. It sort of demystifies that whole stuff. And then there's an action plan it's a freebie. If you sign up for it, you end up on my list and I will send you emails. And then you can see me doing it in real time, which is a good strategy to learn how about how to do better deliverability because I have to walk the walk. Absolutely. Sometimes it's better to just watch and see what see what people are doing rather right. than what they're telling you. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. This has been a fantastic. Any, are there any other topics, uh, or any other messages you think would be worth sharing with this particular audience? Oh, online course providers, go for it. Just go for it and be your most human self. Delivering online training is the most valuable thing I've done for me as a personal growth thing. This is going to sound really weird, but I am more fully myself than I think I have ever been at any other time of my life. And it comes from that human closeness with the people that you want to please and serve in all the good ways. There's nothing better. And I'm, it kind of makes me sad that I resisted it for as long as I did. I knew I wanted to do it sooner and I held back because I was scared. But I'm really, really glad that I did it. And it's a total privilege. So you mentioned you mentioned the blog. Uh, where, where else? What what other um, calls to action can you give to people to learn more, join the academy, things like that? Cool. So there's the free training, which is called Accelerated Active Campaign. That is on our website, slickbusiness.co, under the big heading Free Stuff. And under the Free Stuff heading, you will also find a link to our Facebook community. So we run a free open community for Active Campaign users, uh, which is really really lovely. And we drop hints and tips and stuff in there all the time. There are also calls to action on there to join our mailing list. And then when you want to up your game, when you want to get Auntie K as your ninja active campaign in your pocket, come on into the Active Campaign Academy. It honestly is a total steal because like even if we talk about the deliverability training, that thing is worth its weight in gold because it's actually going to get your emails to the inbox. And it takes half a day to do it. That's it. So come in for a month, join the fun. 
By the way, where, uh, if you don't mind me asking, where, where did you come up with the name for the business, Thick Business? <laughs> uh, am I allowed to swear on this podcast or shall I bleep it? Let, let's keep it as clean as, as we I'm, can, I'm if you don't mind. It. I'm going to bleep it. Okay. Um, so this was in the early days of me consulting and my friend, Melissa, who lives down the hill, had started telling other people that I could do active campaign. And I really didn't want her to because I didn't know how to be a consultant or a freelancer or run a business. She kept on doing it anyway. So I ended up working with a rather fabulous woman called Lisa Devlin on her photography business. And we discovered Airtable and we automated everything that moved in her business that was a repeating process. And she was running big events at this time, which was really complicated. Lots of ticketing, QR codes, so much stuff. I had found my happy place because it was like the matrix in my head, making this business just work with way less stress. Lisa stopped crying and having nightmares before events. She said, when you are done with me, my business is going to be slick as bleep. AF. And there the business name was born. Love it. Amazing. All right, Kay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, slickbusiness.co. At least go check out the free course. Uh, there's the membership, obviously, as well. I'm in there. It's fantastic. Kay, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Total pleasure. That's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. Thank you to Kay for joining me. You can find all the links and show notes from today's episode by going to oc.show slash 202. And if you want to take advantage of that 20% off for life of Bonjoro, then head to bonjoro.com slash OCG. Thanks again. We'll see you in the next one. Oh, 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 o